When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title, What Could Go Wrong? What could go wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way. So listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hey. Also here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, the Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So I haven't really gone to do much hairstyling lately, but I've always been impressed by just how many hairstyling products there are on the market and different things that people do to make their hair look cool. Uh, first off, gel or mousse? Well, these are these are very different things, both with their own problems. Mousse could be easily mistaken for um, whipped cream, and you know then you have gel, which is really sticky, so problematic. Both of them. If you're asking yourself gel or mousse, you're practically also asking mousse or squirrel. Do you want to be aerodynamic or and chic and slick like Rocky the Squirrel? Or do you want to have a large impressive crown of hair antlers like um, Bullwinkle? Yeah. Yep. Is that the other half yep. of Rocky and Bullwinkle? Uh -huh. Okay, yep. good. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Cultural references. One point. For Jeremiah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we could probably get people to very quickly recognize that mousse is not whipped cream. Just by the smell. I mean, I don't know. Some people have that thing, like, where they can't smell. Or they just can't horrible. stop when they see whipped cream. I mean, there's also that problem. I, I will say that there's also... The chance that you could get in trouble for using all of your, say, mom's mousse because it's uh -oh. fun to play with, but also apparently expensive. Why would they make it so fun if it's going to cost a lot of money? Right? It's so squishy. All right, so keep out of reach of children for more than just eating purposes. Yes. I feel like gel is kind of like phoning it in on the the fun factor it's it's just kind of goop it doesn't poof up you've got to work hard to scoop it out of whatever thing it's in if it's paste or putty you got to work even harder but gels are just i mean i used to be a gel fiend i like the wet hair look as they say it's not my jam as much anymore finding a good gel that has hold but also isn't dumb as heck is hard work. And like you, like there's that thing where if you gel your hair a lot and somebody goes to run their fingers through your hair, one of two things tends to happen. Like one, they break their fingers because they've just hit a rock and now their fingers <laughs> are broken. Or it's like just still really gooey and sticky. So they like run their fingers through it. But then like if they, you know, move their hands through, the error they pick up dust motes. If they accidentally touch a cat, the cat sticks to their hand because it's that sticky from being Meow. in your hair. Like it's it's not pleasant either way. All right, well let's move away from sticky things that may or may not be gel or mousse on your hands to hair dryers. 
They're an interesting application of heat oh. to play with hair. Yeah, that they are. The uh, the miniature slow motion fires that power hair dryers are kind of impressive because you've got the part of the electricity going. I'm going to go through these wires really good and make a motor spin at the same time as you have this other electricity going. I'm going to go through these other wires very inefficiently so they get very warm and somehow they all work together to make a hair dryer function. It's really amusing too that you're putting that right next to your hair too that's like so dang flammable. Mm-hmm. Like you're using something next to your head that is just ripe with possible flaws and like the the bad stuff that happens from that failure is like really bad yeah you get your aerosols you get your mousses your gels all those have some flammable alcohol bits up in them and that can ruin your day if it gets too hot then maybe the motor launches out of the hair dryer if it gets uh spins too fast maybe it just screws your hair up and you know, blows into your eyes. That's not fun. True. Um, there's also like that little fan, you know, that that blows that's like at the very back that just runs. Mm-hmm. And that fan is covered by just basically mesh so that the air can flow. And it's possible, I say from experience, to have your hair get sucked into that fan if uh. you're I'm, this happens to me mostly because if I have my glasses off, I can't see anything, and mm. um, my depth perception goes away, so I can't mm. really tell how close my hair is to the hair dryer. And when my hair's real long, the hair gets sucked down and has gotten sucked down into that fan. And then what's even better is like you have to turn the hair dryer off really fast, and like pull your hair out of that fan, and then that bit of hair is just wrecked. And then when you turn the hairdryer back on, it smells like burning because it is burning because your hair is on fire inside the hairdryer. It's gross. Yeah, it's been sucked through to cook on that really hot, slow wire that's, and now your bathroom smells like the worst Fritos. <laughs> yes. Blah. All right, let's go to a different kind of uh, heat application curlers. No fan involved. It's like, are we talking a curling iron, or are we talking, like, like just... You know, you, like, you get you use the curling iron to curl your hair, and then you put them in the curlers? Okay, okay. Or do you heat up the curlers and put them in? I don't know. I've never actually done it. I've just seen well, there's, the devices. There's many, there's many kinds of curlers. I mean, you've got, like, the little foam ones, the pink ones that go in your hair when you're little. My grandma's. Yeah. And then you sleep on them, and they're really uncomfortable, so there's those. Then there's, like, ones that are actual velcro in a tube what (laughs) yeah they just hold your hair (laughs) so like it's like plastic velcro you just roll your your hair up in them and your hair stays because velcro oh my gosh then you've got like your steam curlers which you know self-explanatory you've Mm. got like just the ones that you heat up to a ridiculous heat they're metal inside and you plug it in and they heat up really, really, really hot. And then you try to put them into your hair without burning yourself on the oh metal my inside. Gosh. That sounds horrible. They're not great. And those ones, they, they secure with like a metal clip, which, uh-huh. you know, conducts heat too. So then 
anyhow, it's a thing. And those probably cost like $900 too, huh? <laughs> I mean, probably. I don't know. I've never actually bought them. I did have okay. some for a while that I inherited. Burnt myself a lot. And then there's, you know, curling irons, which there's... It's a good way to accidentally convince your entire school that you have a hickey when you don't. And then they make oh, fun no. of you because you're 12. But really, you just burned yourself with your curling iron while you were trying to make your really, really fine stick straight hair do something other than just hang there limply, which won't ever happen. Oh, my goodness. Kohl's has Pro Nano Titanium Professional Hair Setter Hot Hair Rollers, and they're $60. If you want to steal. That's, whoa. There's bigger ones that are like 100 bucks. That's That's a lot of money. That's well. That's I mean, like too the, much money. The little pink ones you put in after your shower and then just like sleep on. Those are probably oh, free at a thrift store somewhere. So, oh man, <laughs> you're gonna have a thrift store hair in your hair. Well, I mean, you know, these are the prices you pay. Oh my, I don't. I do not want to pay for thrift store hair. <laughs> I've I've heard though, if you run something like that through the dishwasher, and then. Maybe, like, just toss it in the dryer for a little while. You'll kill the lice. So. Did you just say a four-letter word on the show? (laughs) And it was lice. (laughs) Yes. That's gross. It is gross. But, I mean, you just Uh, bought your curlers at the thrift store, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, nobody ever do that that can i i don't know i'm not a hair doctor professional but there's a part of me that intrinsically rejects the idea of rubbing a stranger's thrift store hair up in my hair to make my hair curlier i mean until you try it that's fair if that is your jam more power to you (laughs) and it hurts a little bit to say that I mean, I always figure you, you're getting you're getting a better deal if you get a little bit of extra hair in your thrift store products. <laughs> like, to volumize your own hair? Yep. By cannibalizing somebody else's? I don't know about that. Alright, well, what about hair ties or bobby pins? Ugh, so bobby pins just disappear. Like, you buy a hundred bobby pins at a time, and somehow, within a week, you have three left the rest of them just they go who knows where with who knows whom they never write they never call i blame fallout now bobby pins are all they're all one shot right you cannot reuse a bobby pin it's a one and done oh no you can reuse the heck out of a bobby pin because i've in my experience all the bobby pins that i have seen have like their very closed and bobby pin looking when they are initially inserted and then they come out looking like an obtuse angle they're they're all wallered out and not non-functional you could not hold hair with them anymore what have you been doing to your poor bobby pins (laughs) listen picking locks don't (laughs) there's like (laughs) no I'm not going to admit to anything on this podcast <laughs> uh-huh. this time, but that seems like 
a, a, a product flaw. You can't, it's not a memory metal. They definitely have a stress point. Like, okay. when, when you bend them past a certain point, they're not yeah. going back. Right. But they have, there's a point up to which they will return with some spring. Yeah, there's a point, like, there's just that, that breaking point where, like, once you go past that, getting them back functional is pretty hard. But as previously mentioned, my hair is, like super fine so i never hit that point with my bobby with my bobby pins unless i do it on purpose to say pick a lock all right Mm. well i think that's all the time we have for tonight christy and jeremiah please give our audience your fond farewells um so bobby pins are great for picking locks everyone but if you really want to get into lock picking you can buy a lock picking kit on amazon and just learn how to pick locks it's like a thing but uh you know don't say i told you to do it when you get in trouble and you have a pleasant week. And if you don't want to use bobby pins for lock picking, you can always break into doors using a sledgehammer or a strong kick. Just make sure you aim that right at the level where the uh, the door bolt would enter into the door. You want to focus your force there to maximize your chances of breaking through the door. Have a good night. That's a wonderful way to close the conversation. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Start on hair, end on breaking and entering. We're all getting summons. The indictments are coming.